What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Mondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the Info Red Titus. This is the king of old school Steve Freno. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast? At ROHWorld.com. Stay tuned, wankers. They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 82 of the ROH cast. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com. As always, I'm here with the other co-owner and the editor of the website. Here's the podcast missionary, Stephen. Hello everyone. And the man known as podcast's worst nightmare, John. How's it going? Uh, This week we're back to our usual format. Um, We're going to start the show off by talking about the latest ring of honor on sbg tv show we're then going to go into the latest ring of honor news with john and uh steven has some questions and topics that you've sent in so uh we'll kick things off as we usually do with the uh latest tv show so this week began with Silas young taking on michael elgin uh i'll go to you john what do you think of the opener this week i thought this was a pretty good match um it wasn't nothing special by any means but it was a good, you know, seven to ten minute match that got the show off to a nice start, and it kind of left me wanting to see more from these two because I, from what they showed here, they're capable of putting on a great match, and they seem to have really good chemistry together. So I'm hoping they, to see them, you know, wrestle again with more time in the future. Didn't they have a one hour draw at a, a show last year? Where was that? Yeah, I believe one of the either Kevin Kelly or Caleb Seltzer on commentary mentioned that they had a hour draw match somewhere. I want to say AAW, AIW, something. Yeah, I think sure. it's AAW. They, they had a match in Ring of Honor before, didn't they? It wasn't like Bruce City Beatdown or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they did have one, yeah. And I mean, that was think... pretty good. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately we didn't review that one. But um, I actually did see half of this show, which is more than I normally see. So. Well, I saw half, but I didn't actually see this match, unfortunately, because the buffering problem came back during this match and then was fine after it. So obviously Ring of Honor don't want me to see... Uh, Silas Young, but from the but from the few seconds I did see, like when I was skipping through it to get to when I could actually watch it, I did actually see Silas Young get a, quite a few closer, uh, you know, near falls on on Elgin. So yeah. from that, it looked as if they made him look pretty strong. And mm. uh, I think he's I think he's a good guy to have around. You know, he's he's good in the ring. He has sort of a distinctive sort of look and, and character. So I, I I'm all for keeping Silas Young around. I think. Uh, making him look strong in these sort of matches is always is good because I don't think anyone thought he was going to win. But, um, yeah, I'm glad to see that they're going to keep him around for the time being. I think it would have been a good idea to put him in scum. I think he just he just looks like the type of guy that would fit in that faction. I think it would help him a lot in sort of getting him more known with the Ring of Honor fans. So I'm hoping he does stick around in the future, definitely. Um, I should also note that at the start of the show, they said that Scum is free to enter the building. So, uh, does that really make sense in 21? Yeah, because the previous week they were banned, weren't they? They... Yeah, no, but if they can just ban them, why would they let them in? Don't be silly, Harry. Okay, I'll stop trying to put logic on it. Oh, God, this is wrestling. Logic doesn't work in wrestling. That's true. You You should know this by now. But what does work in wrestling is Charlie Haas. And Charlie Haas comes out, and according to this TV report here, he says, Charlie Haas makes his way to the ring 
which makes the show instantly better. And I, <laughs> I, I agree. Um, Haas basically buries all the local sports teams. Um, he then says that he carried Shelton Benjamin for 10 years in Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. Um, he then basically challenges anyone to come and face him. He initially challenged, I think it was the fans. Then he tried to challenge Nigel McGuinness to a match. And then we have Grizzly Redwood answer the challenge, who was uh, quickly destroyed by Haas with the Haas of pain. And after the match, he refused to let it go. And then we had the return of Mike Mondo, who made, ran down to save Grizzly Redwood. Now, obviously, they've, they sort of alluded to the fact that these two are... I don't know. Are they, what's the gimmick here? Are they friends or something? Because like, he was on commentary, wasn't he? Supporting Redwood before. It's a I bit of a bromance. Yeah, that's probably a good way of putting it. I think Mondo's jealous of his beard. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Um, so basically, he Mondo chases Haas off, which I don't think is leading to a Haas-Mondo feud. I hope not. <laughs> I think you don't it was... think that'd be one of the most unintentional, hilarious feuds of all time, though? <laughs> That that yeah that that could work that could probably be one of the best feuds in Ring of oh, Honor history yeah. or it could be absolutely terrible. It'd only be one or the other, wouldn't it? There's no in between with yeah. the feud. But they'd make with all Charlie Haas feuds, they'd make it last like eighteen months, <laughs> and by the end we'd have had, we'd have seen Charlie Haas against Mike Mundo or Charlie Haas and random second member against Mundo and Grizzly Redwood about thirty four times, <laughs> and we'd be absolutely sick of it. So maybe one match somewhere down the line, but I I don't know. Maybe at the TV tapings in New York next week, perhaps. Yeah, possibly, because they seem to be putting Mondo in with this, the whole sort of Ring of Honor against Scum thing, don't they? So, mm. uh, yeah, maybe a TV match, possibly. Um, so then we have a quick break, and after that, Vader Scott was in the ring with Mike Mondo, and we, we talked about that a lot in the spoilers, but we won't make those jokes again, I don't Did think. We? Uh, I Did we? I wasn't here for that, sorry. <laughs> Mondo said, basically, he was going to be out for 12 months, but he... Managed to change that to four, which is obviously quite impressive. Um, and he has no fear, as usual, and boom, is, is sort of the summary of that. And then we have Steve Carino's voice mysteriously appear. And he says, the evil is here. And then various members of Scum stormed the ring, taken out Mondo and Redwood. And they essentially took Vader Scott hostage. And how, uh, there's finally a hostage crisis after all this time. Um, some of the locker room try and save her, but Carino stops them saying that, uh, I think it was Cliff Compton who had Vader Scott and said that she would be hurt if anyone dare uh, get in the ring. So Nigel came out and uh, Carino's demands were that they get matches on the show next week, I believe. And Nigel agreed to it and they let Vader Scott go. So, you know, they're trying to take over this company. We want matches! It's kind of confusing, but... Oh, well. <laughs> John, how do how... How are you feeling through this segment? Because we know how much, uh, you know, how fun of Vader Scott you are. So was it tough to watch? It was incredibly tough to watch. I was on the verge of tears almost the <laughs> entire time. I leaped, I leaped, leaped up in the air and got a fist pump when they released her. And I hope they get what's coming to them. <laughs> them dirty, rotten scum. We then get to the main event with Matt Hardy taking on Adam Cole. And unfortunately, this is the half of the show I haven't seen yet. But uh, Stephen... Did this work for you? Were you able to watch this match? Yeah, basically just the first match I couldn't watch. Um, so I'll go to you then. What were your sort of thoughts and summary of this one? I thought it was a pretty good match, really. I know not many people are too fond of Matt Hardy, myself included, but I thought they did well to sort of tie the match in with everything that's, that's gone on with uh, 
with Cole and uh, Hardy, obviously <clears throat> back at final battle. And Steve Crooner was ringside for the match and was 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 saying some good stuff. Um, and I, I thought the match was was good. Uh, it didn't last too long, but it was it was they you know got a lot of uh, stuff in. And I'm not really sure about the finish of the match to be honest, because how can they say it was like a no contest when Rhino, who's a member of Scum and who's aligned with Matt Hardy, comes and attacks Adam Cole? Surely that's just a straight yeah, classification. That's a, that's a DQ, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you'd think. Well, so, as you but... as you said, Stephen, five minutes ago, don't apply logic. To oh yeah, sorry, damn. But yeah, I, th- I thought it was a I thought it was a pretty good match. I don't know. What, what about you, John? Yeah, I thought this was easily Matt Hardy's best match in Ring of Honor today. Mm. And this is the kind of match they should have had at Final Battle, but unfortunately, we got a thousand side effects in that match. And <laughs> thankfully, he he learned other moves since then. <laughs> but. Like you, like you said, the ending was weird that it was a no contest instead of a no de- instead of a disqualification. But that, I guess, it just leads to the triple threat match set up for Supercard of Honor. And I thought that was really the only way they could end this match because either wrestler losing here would have kind of hurt them, and it wouldn't really help the other person too too much. So just by ending the match and with chaos, kind of furthers the scum ring up Honor feud and keeps both wrestlers looking strong in the process. But overall, I thought this match was. A pretty good match, and if Hardy continues putting on performances like this, I could see him sticking around in Ring of Honor for a while. So don't freak out on me for saying that. <laughs> you do know if he does stick around, everyone's gonna be blaming you, John. You know, once well, it, it, once one Ring of Honor fan says it's okay for him to stick around, that's it. Well, if he's, he's putting he's, on he's matches like, that are this decent, I wouldn't mind him being around a little bit longer. But hmm. if you if you use generic hated wrestler logic then surely he's doing the wrong thing because he should be hated he should be putting on poor matches <laughs> oh sorry I'm, I'm just trying to use wrestling and logic again i don't know damn Carry so on. that wraps up this week's tv show now I, obviously i didn't see the full thing and neither did steven so john overall was this show is it worth a watch do you recommend our listeners check it out or if you don't have anything better to do it's not a bad <laughs> waste of an hour but i wouldn't it's not one of their stronger shows i wouldn't go out of my way to watch this I feel like we need to talk about the Ring of Honor TV show. <sighs> to me, I don't, I don't, I'm sure everyone who listens to this regularly has realised by now that I very rarely have seen the entire show. I, I lack the motivation. I lack the time is one of the main reasons. Oh, here we go. Yeah. The motivation to watch it. Do you guys feel that as well? I mean, do you find it interesting every week to sit down and watch it or? While I'm watching this, while I'm watching the show, I'm kind of watching the, uh, the little ticker across the bottom that kind of shows you how much time's left. And I see, oh, I'm 30 minutes in. Only 20 more minutes to get through this. <laughs> it's not like it's bad. It's just, yes, it's not a bad show, but it's not a good show. It's just kind it's just of, sort of bland. Like, it's kind of how I, I would compare it to SmackDown, that nothing important really ever happens on it. And it's easily missable every single week. Yeah, that's yeah. I because I, I do miss it every single week, but I still know what's going on just by, you know, mainly I just read the spoilers and I know okay, here's the gist of it, and then I watch all the eye pay per views, and I feel like that's enough. For, if I had loads of time, I probably would watch it because, as John said, if you have the time and nothing better to do, then why not? But you know, <laughs> I've only got apply that to so many things though. <laughs> if I've only you have got an idea, like... but you do a free time, send us a tweet. If I've only got like an hour or two free in an evening, I don't think I want to spend watching the Ring of Honor TV show. I don't know. I just 
I don't my, fi- pro- my problem is that it's not accessible for me because if I watch it on the Ring of Honor website, most of the time it doesn't work. I can only see half the show. Mm. And there's nowhere else to watch it because they never post it on YouTube. So yeah, that, that, that's another just... thing is not having ringside anymore, having to wait till the Thursday and we record on Thursday. So that kind of screws me over there. But yeah, and half say for half the time for me, I can either not watch it at all or can only watch some of it. And I mean, I think it is it's probably as good as it ever is going to get just because of the, the gap between the tapings and when it's shown. That's not anybody's fault. That's just the way it is. I mean, mm. I don't. I still think that you can't really have a compelling wrestling TV show if it's not live because I know it's probably our fault. You could easily just not read the spoilers, but we're sort of in a position where we have to. And even if Mm. I wasn't, I probably would read them anyway because I'm impatient. But I suppose if you didn't read the spoilers and you just kept up with it week to week, I suppose it'd be more sort of exciting and stuff. But as you say, you know, you could not watch the TV show. You could basically just watch the iPay-per-views and more or less sort of keep That's what some people do from what I read from... Some on the forums, so yeah. So especially if you go on the forum as well. I mean, especially you could just you know you can easily see like what people are talking about, and mm. you know not really, you know not much really progresses on the TV show. But I suppose that's just Ring of Honor's model at the moment. You know, the TV show really is just there to build markets and then get you know put a live event on and hoping that people who watch the TV show are going to want to come watch them in their local area. So. Mm. And as I said, because of the the massive gap, it's hard to sort of keep continuity and keep it fresh. And I think that's just the way the way it is at the moment. I mean, as I said, I'd like it to be more accessible for me personally, but I suppose you know that's just a personal gripe for me. But I think they're doing an okay job. It's just, as I said, without it being live, which is never it's never going to be, and without mm. it being closer, you know. Without the road rages, they are doing better with getting the TV show. That's out true, actually. We haven't had a road rage for a very long time now, so credit yeah. to them for that. So they obviously it's... are trying to make improvements, but I just feel like there's something, it just lacks the sort of excitement for me to want to tune in. And perhaps that is because I've read the spoilers like a month I before I see it. So perhaps that is, the, maybe I'll, I'll not read them from now on. Who knows? Because but... the, the thing is, I mean, at the end of the day, TV show matches, by and large, aren't as good as iPad view matches because they're not as long. And, they're, and house yeah. show. Well, yeah, and the house shows. So, really, a TV, you know, the Ring of Honor TV show is mainly just one, you know, f- mid-length good match and two shorter matches, which, you know, could be good, could be, you know, average. and Squash matches. Or when that. you can see so much better on an iPay-per-view, are you going to go out of your way to watch that every week when you can just wait for the next iPay-per-view and see matches that are going to be a lot, a lot better than that? I mean... Mm. I said I don't think that they could do much better with the situation they're in. It's just the way it is, I guess. And I suppose we'd, we should just be grateful that they have a TV show because when they didn't, it was a lot more boring than it is now. So that's very true. So we got off on a tangent there, but now we'll move on to the latest Ring of Honor news, which you can always find during the week at rohworld.com. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> After years of begging by Ring of Honor fans, Japanese talent is finally returning to the company. A former GHC and IWGP tag team champion, Carl Anderson, returns to Ring of Honor at Supercard of Honor 7, April 5th, wrestling Roderick Strong. Anderson will also wrestle Michael Elgin at the next day's TV tapings. And just in case you're wondering, senior referee Todd Sinclair will in fact be in attendance at that day's TV tapings based on the poster they released earlier this week. 
In addition, Pro Wrestling Noah Talent will be in action at Border Wars May 4th at the Ted Reeves Arena in Toronto, Canada. Both multi-time GHC champion Naomichi Marafuji and current GHC junior heavyweight champion Taiji Ishimori will be in action that day. Well, and then you're two favorite Japanese wrestlers, Harry. As a matter of fact, they are. So I'm very glad that they're there, and I have no one else who, who I'd like to see appear. <laughs> I need them too. Well, luckily for you, they'll also compete at the next day's television taping, so you'll get to see them on TV as well. Or, if you ever watch the TV, you will. He'll go out of his way just to watch it that week, seeing his chief favourite guys are there. During the news music and the initial botched take of the news, I was doing some reflecting, and I want to make more of an effort to watch the show, I think, now. Because I think I might have came across very bad there that I do this Ring of Honor website and podcast. I'm like, yeah, I can't be bothered to watch the TV show. So I might try and make more of an effort to see it so I can have some more. Me me and John are really the workhorses. You're just the... Yeah, you're you're the you're the technical guy that we need to have. You know, edit out all the botches. Nobody really wants them around, but they're needed. Sort of. (laughs) Go ahead, John. And once again, I turn to you. Who would you like to see Marafuji and Ishimori wrestle? Well, Japanese, I think we'll, these guys, all guys on the Ring of Honor roster, your choice. I think we're a bit, it's a bit too soon to call, to be honest. Once we're closer to Border Wars and the TV tapings, I think we'll talk about that. But at this point, my mind is too focused on Supercard of Honor to to talk about that yet. No. Well, speaking of Supercard of Honor, there's been more matches announced for the big show. That's next week in New York City. It's next sold out. Oh, just I just want to cut in. We'll be doing our preview show next Tuesday instead of the usual Thursday. We're going to do next week's show on the Tuesday, and we'll preview uh, Supercard of Honor, which takes place on the Friday. And that show is sold out, so the only way you'll be able to see it is on iPay-Per-View. And there's been two more matches announced. <laughs> For a second there, it sounded like you were talking about ROH cast. It's sold out! It's, look- always, it's always sold out. What are you going to Yeah. Uh, Tadarius Thomas and ACH will wrestle QT Marshall and a mystery partner of R.D. Evans' choosing. I hope it's Hardy Evans. I think it will be Hardy Evans dressed up as something. Yeah, as something, not someone. Just no, as something. Possibly, you know, a unicorn or a, a beaver or something of that <laughs> that nature. <laughs> and there will be a Ring of Honor vs. Scum match and a huge tag ten man tag match. <laughs> easy for you to say. It is very easy for me to say. When <laughs> Mike Mondo, Mark Briscoe, B.J. Whitmer. Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. John reminds me of Mike Adamlade, just a general manager who just keep botching everything. Keep Matt going. Harvey. Jeff Harvey. Is Matt Harvey on this card? Matt Harvey is uh, <laughs> he is in a triple threat match, but that is not in the news this week, so I'm not going to speak on it. Who's in this tag, tag 10 tag match thing? In this huge 10-man tag match, it is Mike Mondo, Mark Briscoe, BJ Whitmer, Caprice Coleman, and Cedric Alexander teaming up to take on Jimmy Jacobs, Rhett Titus, Jimmy Rave, Rhino and Cliff Compton. That's going to be chaos, isn't it? Hopefully it's not like that six-man tag a few weeks ago on the TV show that was just outside brawling for ages and then random moves in the ring, which is probably what it will be, but perhaps it'll be so chaotic it'll be more enjoyable than that. We'll find out. And there's this next show I'm going to talk about is the show I'm looking forward to already more than Supercard of Honor 7, already more than Border Wars. And that's when Ring of Honor returns to Chicago on July 11th with an unauthorized event hosted by Truth Martini called <laughs> a Night of Hoopla. I've always wanted to go to Chicago, so I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I don't care if I don't have any money. I'm going to somehow get to Chicago and go to that show. Just hitchhike all the way there. Yep. 
and some just some notes on this show. Uh, it's Ring of Honor's debut at 115 Bourbon Street, so it's a new venue, and fans 21 and up can stay for an after party following yes, the show. Yes, I'm definitely going. Good well, thing Caleb Seltzer is just just uh, just at his birthday. Otherwise, yeah. Well, Hoopla Hotties be there. Me and Caleb can go and take your pants you know, off. Yeah, basically. And just some more news about rohworld.com. There's an article up by Dave uh, called The Taven Effect, and it kind of just goes into detail about the future of Matt Taven's Ring of Honor television title run. And just uh, a little bit of info for us here in the U.S. Ring of Honor, ROH World, moved to a new server here in the U.S. to improve the quality of the website. So if you had any kind of problems uh, logging in or checking the site, those should not happen anymore. Hopefully. We, we think those issues were because our, we are, our old servers were in the UK, so obviously most of our traffic's from America, so them trying to access the server over here caused some issues. So we've moved. We've, you know, we've gotten we've a sold out. We've, we've crossed the pond. We're over there in America now, so hopefully things will be much more quicker and smoother for most of our readers. And everyone else who's not in America, it should still be fine as well. But if you ever do have a problem with the site, just drop us an email uh, contact at rohworld.com and we'll hopefully try and fix it. We've sold out and moved to America, and uh, you know, whenever I spell the word honor, it has to be that the letter U. So, what has this website done to us? Because the letter U would make that word on our, and that doesn't make any sense. Let's, let's not get into let's, this. Let's not get into this. We this know discussion who happens all the time before the show, so we'll move on. It's toucan, not toucan, so can we please move on? And just in case you missed it last week, we did a great interview with Caleb Seltzer. He was a very fun interview. So if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. I, I feel like this might be slightly insulting, but I'm trying not to. <laughs> it was surprisingly very good. I was not expecting it to be as entertaining as it was. So I think, he, come, I think he came across really well. And it, it, I know it, it, a lot of people it, on the it, forum have uh, been saying that you know there are, their thoughts on him have changed a bit because... Oh, I think the thing that really surprised me was how old he was. You know, that he's only 21. Oh, really. Don't you know you got to make him tune in to... That he's, that he's an unknown age. He's younger than you think he is. I didn't he's, just say that. He is number. two years younger than I am. What am I doing with my life? He's 31. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, overall, it was a very good interview. So be sure to go and check that out on um, rhworld.com or iTunes. Or Stitcher Radio. Mm. Possibly, yeah. And that's the news. Okay, good to say. Don't go to sleep. Okay, because you kept on. I, I kept on feeling like I had to keep on going with it. So I, <laughs> just I make stuff up, John. Okay, so that wraps up this week's Ring of Honor news, and we're going to do now a very quick preview of uh, Ring of Honor's debut in Asheville, North Carolina, this Saturday, with the show titled War. Um, I believe there's a full preview now on rhworld.com, but we're going to do a very quick one. Um, share our thoughts on the matches and what we expect and we should have a review of this show as soon as it is available on rhwrestling.com which based on what they've been doing recently could be very soon for all we know I wouldn't be surprised if it's like two weeks do you think? Silence. I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's within the week that, it would be very good if it went up before Supercard that would be awesome for us to get a review up before then and, but we'll just have to wait and see so we have Michael Elgin taking on Adam Page. Yes, I, we do. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we have an ROH... straightforward one, isn't it? 
versus Scum tag team match with two members of Scum chosen by Steve Carino. So who do you think that's going to be? I'm going to go uh, with Carino and Jacobs. I don't have him choose himself. I he, think, hasn't really, he hasn't really wrestled, has he? Since I don't think he will wrestle. I think it'll be Jimmy yeah. Jacobs and Rhino. I want to go for Jimmy Rave and Rhett Titus. Well, Rhett, Rhett Titus is already in action later in the show. Exactly. See, I was just testing you. Uh, Jimmy Rave and Cliff Compton. Hmm, okay. And they are taking on the brand new team. Has anyone got a good pun here before I say it? No, I, I, was I don't know what the team is. We need to come up with a tag team name for these guys. Mike Mondo and Grizzly Redwood. They need a tag team name, and it has to involve wood somehow. I was going to try to involve no fear and beard, but that's much better, involving wood. <laughs> Who knows? RH Cast Force. Do you have a name for Mike Mondo and Grizzly Redwood? This place is sort of known for coming up with stupid tag team names. We've had uh, the BJ Express, and look how, what, what good that did for that team. Uh, Team Amphition, which even made it onto Ring of Honor TV. So whoever comes up with a name for Mike Mondo and Redwood, who knows where that name will get you. So um, I hope that's not a permanent team. It's very strange. Anyone else sort of weirded out by that team? A little bit. I find it odd, yes. I don't don't think it will be. I think, you know, with the whole TV thing and him saving... Grizzly and yeah, that's true. He'll just be giving Grizzly Red something to do, won't it? And I don't. It's not. These won't become a tag team. Does he really need anything to do though? He's Grizzly Redwood. Well, no, I suppose that's, not. That's really. very true. I said the point of him is that he didn't do anything, but <laughs> I don't know. But so no. then we have an ROH versus Scum grudge match as former BJ Express partners BJ Whitmer and Rhett Titus have a one-on-one contest for the first time here, and. I don't know what to expect from this one. It could be quite good. You you just you don't know, do you, with this? It's hard well, to... Well, in this match, the BJ Express explodes. And I'm sure, this that... will, this, I'm sure this will get the pop of the night, if you know what I mean. That's the thing with these, gonna... with, these, with these big blow-offs. You never know whether they're going to go well or not. We're just going to move on because we had all these puns last week. So, we then have an ROH TV that was title. A, that was a false finish. We have an ROH TV title <laughs> proving ground match. <laughs> As Matt Taven takes on ACH, Roderick Strong, and unbeatable Jay Lethal in a four-way match. That should be awesome. This should be that very, very Yeah, that sounds really good, and I'll actually want to check that match out for sure. And just, um, uh, just for clarification, if either ACH, Roderick Strong, or Jay Lethal win, they will receive a TV title shot at the TV tapings on April the 6th, I believe, in New York City. ACH, ACH. But if Taven wins, he will face somebody yet to be determined. So he, there will be a TV title match at okay. the TV tapings in New York. Based on the poster, it could be Todd Sinclair. He's he's on the poster. He's announced for that taping. So maybe. Well, who will, who will referee if he's he's wrestling? Paul Turner. Paul Turner. No, Let's take a look a at this. Point. Yeah, exactly. Um, do we think? You know, we often talk about unbeatable Jane Lethal and his kryptonite being title matches. Does Proving ground count as a title match? Well, since you don't have to be pinned, since it's one follow the finish, he could just not be involved. There we go. Okay. Unbeatable Jay Lethal, yeah. He, he, he's, he's he always finds the loopholes. Yeah. Surely ACH has got to win this match. There's no reason for Lethal to win it. And are they already going to go heel versus heel with either Strong or... Um, who's the other guy in the match? I completely forgot. Matt Taven? 
No, the other, the other guy. Unbeatable Jay Lethal that we were just talking about. No, the who? Or ACH. Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong, and who else? ACH, there's four people. Oh, God. <laughs> we just listed on four people. I was thinking it was a five, man. I don't know why. Well, yeah, if Lethal can't, Lethal's not going to win, surely. And they're not going to have Strong against Taven, so it's surely going to be ACH. Unless, unless so. Taven wins, in which case, then I'm, I'm just shutting up. Just continue. <laughs> then I can't we have count, okay? A Ring of Honor World Tag Team Total Match as Team Amphishing. Yeah, I said it. Will defend their Ring of Honor tag team titles against Alabama Attitude, Mike Posey, and Corey Hollis. Now, I feel like I've seen them before, but I remember absolutely nothing about them. Haven't they had a few matches on TV? Just like that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Squashy, squashy yeah. type matches, yeah. I remember that being horrible, I, but I think they were included in that tournament, weren't they? The, the Rise and Prove. Yeah, I think they were included in that as well. They've had a few, like the last couple of years, they've had quite a few appearances but never really won a match I don't think <laughs> it seems a bit strange to put them in there but I've you know I don't people are saying I don't understand why it's a title match but you know Team and Fish are new yeah they're, they're new champions so it gives them a title defence it's sort of exactly yeah I don't see the main problem with it it's more of a draw as well when you can say this match is for the tag titles than it not so it, it, it's just like another title defence in their reign no problems with that yeah and it's not as if the tag titles have do proving ground anyway, is it? So it's not as if like, oh, why haven't they earned this title shot? So they do, don't they? They do do proving ground. Do they? I've never. Yeah, because they... C and C once had a won a proving ground. Oh match. yeah. It's, it's did they ever tactic. get that title shot? I think I don't know. I think they did. Didn't they get it at the? No, they didn't. No, they did. They got it at some. They got it at some point, but not where I was thinking. They they did get it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it might have been like a house show or something. They didn't win, obviously. But speaking of C and C. They'll be taking on the American Wolves in what should be a very good match. But another loss for CNC, do you think? Yeah, I think they've been really shortchanged over the last few months. I was really pulling for them to be the next tag champs. and I can see why they, they made Team and Fishing because they're going to go down the whole Team and Fishing versus American Wolves for the titles, which is probably the right decision. And It looks like the Wolves are going to be the next tag champs eventually. But yeah, CNC have just been sort of shortchanged. I guess in this whole ring of honor versus scum thing they're going to have play a big role so maybe after this storyline's finished they'll come out that looking pretty good and mm. can get back they seem to start getting some wins again yeah that sort of tag team that they've always had good matches but never had that big win so they've never mm. been able to get over the sort of you know i think the fans do like them and do enjoy seeing them but until they start winning matches on a regular basis against big tag teams they're not really going to be considered a real threat are they i mean it's just sort of a tough as you say with the whole team i'm fishing American Wolves thing going on, there's not really a place for them to sort of get these big wins at the moment, so it's sort of a bit awkward and hopefully, as you say, maybe they'll start getting some wins over Scum to help them a bit, who knows. And then we have the main event for the Ring of Honor world title. Kevin Steen defends against Mark Briscoe. And uh, I believe he released a video promo saying don't count out the little brother or something, so... I very much doubt we'll see Mark Briscoe win the belt, but it should be a good match. I'm pretty sure of that. And this is actually his first title match since February 2003. Wow. It's been 10 years in the making. Wow, the statistician, statistician, whatever it is, statistician, whatever that word is. The editor <laughs> of the website, Stephen. <laughs> Why is that word? Sta- statistician? Statistician. <laughs> Right, you two are writers. Statistician. Statistician. Is that even a a word now? I don't even know. It is now. 
I only do writing. It's not as if I need to use words much or anything. You've got Chrome to spell check for you. Yeah, yeah. thank God for Word. If I didn't have Word, then I don't know what so, I'd do. But about uh, this match, it should be very good. Yeah, yeah. that should be really good. Mm. Can you imagine if we had Briscoe versus Briscoe for the title of the pay-per-view? That would be awesome. If the scum storyline wasn't going on, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the Briscoes were to win the belt. But with the whole scum thing, it's, it's just too unlikely at this point, I think. Yeah, it wouldn't really matter. I think if one of them's going to win, it'll be Jay, but I, mm. I can't see either of them really winning it, to be honest. But yeah, it should be a good match. And I don't know why they ha- haven't had the Briscoes have more singles matches over the last couple of years. I mean... Well, they're too busy being tag champs or feuding with wrestling's greatest tag team. That's what. Oh yeah, taken up all their time for ages. That's a good point. Yeah. So now we move on to the questions and topics that you've sent in. There's several ways you can do this. You can tweet us at roh underscore world. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com/rohworld, or you can send us an email to contact at rohworld.com. And we also have a forum, which is now in. The brand new servers in America so you shouldn't have any issues anymore um slash forum thank you for that we haven't had uh, too many in uh, this week but we'll probably start with this one seeing as it ties into what we were just talking about with the Briscoes getting the title shots um Die Harder on the forum asks, do you think the announcement of the Border Wars title shot will hurt Supercard of Honor sales? Obviously, Border Wars, it will be staying against Adam Cole for the title. Do you think it will hurt Supercard of Honor sales? So he continues, hmm. personally, I was very likely to purchase Supercard of Honor, and while it's still a great card, the almost certain result in the title matches made me reconsider. See, I don't know if Ring of Honor fans... I think they're, they're going to tune in for the match. Yeah, I, I wasn't really sure that people bought a show based on you know there being a title change yeah and really if anything the 11th anniversary show was so unpredictable that it sort of showed that you don't know you know you can't be sure on predictions because nobody saw Taven winning the bout and you know I think everyone knew Steam was going to win though I mean no one predicted the lethal no no one took a stand and said lethal was going to win and all John Scum or anything like that I mean no one's that stupid but um I don't think it really will hurt Supercard of Honor sales. I mean, we're saying all this that about Steen's definitely going to go and face Cole for the title at Border Wars, but I don't know. As I said, with what how 11th anniversary is booked, I think Delirious is going down the more sort of, um, you know, less easy to uh, sort of predict line. So I, I don't really know what to expect with uh, the upcoming title matches. I don't think many people will expect Jay Briscoe to win, but... I think he there is a chance he could, and I don't think it's really going to harm, you know, sales of the iPay per view. What do you guys think? Uh, I agree. I don't see it really affecting pay per view sales too much, if any, because I think Ring of Honor fans more watch for the match is themselves than the outcomes of the matches. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure people still want to see Jay Briscoe win the belt eventually, but I'm sure they'll be just as happy as seeing a great match between Steen and Briscoe with Steen retaining than seeing, you know. Just an okay match with Briscoe winning. So. Plus, with what happened at the 11th anniversary, and you know, nothing really happened at the TV tapings, as we often say. So, something's going to happen here with the Scum storyline. No one really knows where it's going. A new people going to join Scum? What's going to happen? You know, people going to tune in for that? Really? The title? Yeah, we all know Steen's going to keep it for now, but we don't really know what's going to happen with Scum. So, I think that is what's going to be driving people to tune in. I agree. Uh... 
we've got a few on Twitter. Um, at 92 Cannonball asks, if you could change one thing about ROH, what would it be and why? Make the TV show live, which is not realistic, but... I would change the name to Ring of Steven. No. <laughs> I think it's perfect the way it is. How about uh, that? Ah. Uh, no, if it, it would be something to do with the TV show, whether it's just... Although even if it was live, I wouldn't be watching it live anyway, so <laughs> that wouldn't really matter to me. I don't know, to be honest. I'd have to have a think about that one. I don't, yeah, I don't, you can really say one thing. and I mean, are you thinking predictable things or... No, sorry, like things that could happen, realistic things, or as you, like said, like you the, could say the, like just like the production, just make it fun, like HD and the production's not that bad anymore, though, is it? Like, yeah. We haven't moaned about production for ages. Yeah, but if you, you I know, think it... if I could change one thing, it'd be that independent companies can't really use contracts to keep from appearing on each other's shows. That way, we'd get people like Johnny Gargano and Sammy Callahan on these shows on Ring of Honor, then not being able to watch them face people that we want to face. Mm, that's that's only Ring of Honor and Gabe, though, isn't it? Really, they're like they're able to work anywhere else. It's just Dragon Gate guys can't work for Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor guys can't work there. So, yeah, maybe make it so Gabe doesn't hate Ring of Honor as much anymore, and they can work something out. But I doubt that's ever going to happen. So, uh, at Fast Jab asks uh, or says the importance of imports in Ring of Honor following the recent news of Marafuji and Ishimori's returns. Well, we know how much of a massive fan of Japanese wrestlers and the imports in Ring of Honor history Harry is, so maybe Harry should answer this question. I think it's definitely important because it just it makes things fresh. It gives us new matches that we wouldn't normally be able to see and it avoids the issue that we had in, was it 2011 or 2012, where we had Eddie, Davey and Roddy constantly in matches with each other all the time and we just got absolutely sick of it even though they're very good we just began to hate it because it's the same thing so bringing in guys from elsewhere is always a, a good thing just to freshen things up I completely agree I think uh, especially imports I think they've been so important in Ring of Honor's history more so you know, in, in <laughs> their important. history sorry oh, he, import- he, oh yeah. yeah he made an awful punch oh. ignore him <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I normally do um yeah, especially in Ring of Honor's past, obviously with you know guys like Morishima, obviously world champion and everything, there was they were such a big part. And obviously the last couple of years they haven't been, but I think it's good that they're coming back. And as you said, Harry, you know just just fresh matches is is good as well. And uh, I think maybe it might bring a few guys back. You know, I think over the last few months a lot of fans have been going back to Ring of Honor that had you know given up with Cornet in charge because they've heard that it was it was getting better. Uh, obviously, final battle was was good and. We had uh, the 11th anniversary show, which was good as well. So maybe the news that Japanese guys are coming back as well might bring some more fans. Uh... And new fans as well, possibly. Yeah, fans possibly. of Japanese wrestling might not watch Ring of Honor and hear that guys are there, so we'll tune in. So it's good for exposure and it's good for the current fans as well. So yeah, there's nothing really bad about it unless they start beating everyone and winning all the belts, but that's not going to happen. So I can't really see any negatives with it, to be honest. Well, we could have a, th- a three-way feud. We could have Ring of Honor versus Scum versus Japan. Oh yeah, maybe. Which side are, are they? Are Japan on? Are they going to team up with Ring of Honor? Or They're on Scott? the Japanese oh, they're outside. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to see how that goes. Moving on. <laughs> At Zmanjet86, that was a great promo. Um, asks any chance of a Jay Briscoe title win slash heel turn in New York, and he takes over Scum. I am the master of predicting 
such events. Come on, t- take a stand. Take a stand. No, no chance. <laughs> I find that. Shut up. I'm oh, sorry. I'm being uh, attacked here. Can you just continue while I uh, sort out this intrusion? Yeah, I would love to see Jay Briscoe win the title, but I don't think he's going to do it at Supercard of Honor, and I definitely don't see him joining Scum anytime in the near future. Just to me, it wouldn't make sense because of how he's built up as one of the personifications of honor in the company. And just having him turn out of nowhere without any kind of reason wouldn't make much sense to me. And I see yeah. Scum getting involved. I see Scum possibly costing him the title. And if anyone, I could see Lethal being the one to eventually take the title off Steen for the whole you know, Ring of Honor wins the feud if they don't decide to do a heel turn title change like the person was suggesting with somebody else. Adam Cole at Border Wars. Yeah, like Adam Cole at Border Wars. But I don't see Briscoe winning the title or turning heel at, mm. at Supercard of Honor. No, a lot of people have been saying like either of the Briscoes turning heel. And I mean, that would be, you know, really shocking and would probably be awesome to watch just see know, it happening. Does it work then? As but, a no, that's, that's, that's the thing though. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work. And as John said, it doesn't make sense. Why would the Briscoes... Like, everyone in Scum has a reason to not like Ring of Honor or to want to kill Ring of Honor. The Briscoes have no reason. They've been in it for almost since day one. The whole thing is since day one. And, you know, the whole th- that's their gimmick, really. Why the hell would they want to kill Ring of Honor after all this? There's just, there's just no... It, it would be shocking and would be a massive thing to see but I just it, w- it wouldn't make any sense would it mm. I just don't I, as I said I think I said it last week or no the week before I think the the only guy that could possibly join Scum that's going to be a massive shock like that would be like someone like Colt Cabana coming back and I'm not sure that's going to happen but no that's not going to happen is it I don't know I think it sort of has to happen during this feud he has to either come back and be on, you know he has to come back full stop in my opinion I think because if they want to, you know, you presume they want to keep this storyline going as, as much as possible, possibly even to sort of, you know, final battle. I so think final battle is the longest it'll run, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the, the longest, I think. Um, but do you say, but do you mean you expect Colt Cabana to come back at some point during this feud or just somebody in general to come back during this feud and side with Scum? I think Colt, Colt Cabana, especially. I don't think that'll happen. But what do you want to, but I know we said several times already. Don't try to make sense of wrestling storylines. No, but I, I, but I did think... Why would you want to side with Steen after the whole Generico thing? Because he played a major part but in Steen that. Steen will be gone from that by that point. True, true. Okay. I suppose Carino will be there and he hates Carino, but obviously, you know, he could say that he hates Ring of Honor for dumping him and, you know, for not saying he... I think he said that Ring of Honor told him that he commonly doesn't draw money in wrestling anymore or something. and You know, he hasn't been... You know, he he was Ring of Honor's sort of, you know, one of the guys that put Ring of Honor on the map. So I think he would have reason to join Scum, but I think just him coming back in general, even if he came back and was sided with ROH, I think having someone like that back would would prolong this storyline a lot. I suppose there are other guys that they could bring back. I can't really think of any off the top of my head, really. People say, like, Homicide, but he's been back so much that he wouldn't really have any sort of effect anymore, would it? I don't yeah. know if we necessarily need to bring people in from... I think the roster is big enough as it is. I don't think we need more additions, but I definitely think someone already on the roster needs to join Scum so they have some more of a major player who can put be put in the main events and put on the top-quality matches because you take Steen out of that faction, uh, it's not that yeah, good. There's no it? main event guy in there. Yeah, so you know when Adam Cole turns at Border Wars, that, that'll 
That'll sort of things but out. Why would Adam Cole? Like people are saying, like the names that could join, like Roderick Strong. Would, would Roderick Strong really make any sense? I think Roderick Strong would probably make more sense than most people, but I still don't think it would really work. And well, that would be quite cool, actually. I haven't read that. That would be a. But who? I mean, who else? I suppose you just sort of pick random guys off the roster. I mean, Adam. I don't know. Adam Cole. I don't really. I don't really see. Uh, well, we all want to see the Adam Cole heel run before. Yeah, he I think he'll so. run, but I'm not sure. I mean, if, he, if, he, if he's going to have a heel run, why not be as the world champion? What you know, it doesn't really matter as much if he's a mid card heel. If he is running this faction, we we all know. We always keep saying he's going to be gone within the next year, isn't he? Because he's that good. So why not make the most of it while he is here? It would definitely be awesome. Him, you know, them. I suppose when when Steen leaves Scum, him taking over and leading Scum and being the world champion, I would be. I'd love that, but I'd, I don't know. I'd, I don't really see that happening. Um, that's just me personally, though. Trying to put logic on things. I know. I should just take a stand, really, shouldn't I? And just take a stab in the dark. But um, R underscore pass asks, who will be QT's partner in New York? Hopefully, R D Evans. Yeah, hopefully, R D Evans, and that will hopefully bring back the return of Prince Nana. Because <laughs> where the hell is he? Seriously, we haven't seen him since Final Battle. What's he doing? I don't know. He, he needs to. He needs to be involved. Maybe yeah, we need him back on the podcast. We should ask him. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll have to get to the bottom of this. I think. I think he's still recovering from his match. That's it was true. that the match that was too good. <laughs> it was. It was way too good. Uh, I think that's it for this week. I don't think we've had the RHS Stephen, forced have now, let us down. Stephen, that's I my think name. You actually completely botched this because we actually have loads of questions on the forum. Because we weren't, we were going to do a normal show. Oh yes, oh yes. Look on the forum. There are quite on there. I I just thought I'd keep you on your toes. Just start with that, you know, that one we did from Die Harder. Just keep scrolling up and go back for quite a while. There's loads, even on the page before. I can take over if he wants one. He knows what. No, no, no. I'm fine. Um, we did the five. I did this Ring of Honor, didn't we? Um, yeah. Okay, I'm here now. Could Haas be next to join Scum? I think these are just random sort of observations after that. Well, that's the, that's the question. Could could Haas be next to John Scott? I don't think that would work. Mm. Haas is already the best thing in Ring of Honor without having to join. No, yeah, he's more sort of a lone... He's the outlaw, isn't he? He's just sort of a lone wolf. He's on his own and he doesn't need to sort of align himself with anyone, I don't think. No. He goes on to say, Mia Yim needs a real push. She was real over in her return against Mischief. That was last week on TV, I believe. Uh, or maybe it wasn't, I don't know. Would have been nice to have her go over, though I can see that they need to keep the others relevant in the women's stage also, so not bad either way. The medium hasn't been in Ring of Honor for ages, has she? she? Oh, she had that yeah, match against yeah. Mischief a while ago, didn't she? Mm. It was like two or three weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, Die Harder says, if you want to get up to date with Noah matches, wrestlers, they put a lot of content on YouTube, so I suppose me and John should look at that. Harry, being an expert, doesn't need it. Uh, My problem is I can't watch Japanese wrestling because of commentary. If it had commentary in English, I wouldn't have a problem watching it. I just can't That's handle. racism. That's racism. It's, it's languageism. I don't have a problem with the <laughs> Japanese. I just have a problem with their, not understanding their language. I'm not going to go out by Rosetta Stone just to watch Japanese wrestling. <laughs> so, so provide English commentary as well. But we're always moaning that Ring of Honor commentary isn't very good. So maybe we should just listen to wrestling without the commentary. No. <laughs> I could provide my own commentary. Yeah. No, based uh, on that new segment earlier, I don't think it'd be very good. <laughs> <laughs> Morishima returning would be huge. Is that a pun? No. Okay. <laughs> he was bad. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Did he express Edinburgh in 1994? Oh, this is a long-ass question. Is it just me or has the RH schedule seen a great expansion in 2013? It seems that like they're doing a lot more shows this year and the list of shows booked for down the line is large. May and July have four shows already and June has five. What do you think is the reason for this? I have a feeling that the main reason why it's happening now is that RH television show has finally become established enough in the SBG markets in the 18 months or so that they've been on that they feel confident enough to go to these mostly new locations more regularly. I think you've hit the nail on the head, really. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else we could I, add. I like it when these questions answer themselves. We can just read them out and move on. Yeah, I think the Ring of Honor sort of model is to get the TV show into new markets and then to test the waters with the show. And if the show does well, then keep doing shows in that market. And, you know, I think when we spoke to the Young Bucks last year, they were really annoyed at the lack of shows last year. And there really wasn't that many shows. Mm, was there? there wasn't, no. I mean, you look at sort of, you know, the last year that, the last couple of years that Gabe was in charge, uh, you know, the amount of shows that they did, no wonder who was burnt out, because they were doing, they must have done about two or three times the amount of shows they did last year. I mean, it was the like four, shows, about four a month, it seemed yeah, like. Yeah, the amount of shows they were doing was, it, compared to now, it was crazy. I mean, I am, I am glad that they're doing more shows this year, and I think it's just a step in the right direction uh, that they needed to take. Uh, do you think the move to 111 Bourbon Street for the night of Hoopla in Chicago will be a permanent venue change for Chicago? I personally hope it's only a one-time deal because I think the Frontier Fieldhouse is a great and historic venue for ROH. Again, I think you've probably answered your own question. Yeah, but I believe this is just a one-time thing because it looks kind of like, based on pictures, it looks kind of like a nightclub kind of atmosphere, which would be perfect for the after party and everything that kind of surrounds... Which the- which holds more people. I think that's the most important thing. Do yeah, we know that? Yeah, the Frontier Fieldhouse. Field oh, okay. Well, yeah, then they should stay there then, yeah. Just the atmosphere they're going to for for this event would be better served in the new location. Does this Hoopla event have any matches on, or is it just like a, a martini? Pr- is it an actual house show? Will it have all matches, or is it just like a, a Matt Taven match in a Hoopla and Cut and then party? Or what that, is- sounds, that sounds perfect to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so need to be there. Can we start up a get Stephen to the Night of Hoopla fund Kids and all the actor. Yeah, all of the RH cast force can and I'll I'll promise to well, get drunk, they, I'll get drunk uh, at the after show party and and get a picture taken you know, with, with my If I contribute to this Kickstarter, what are the tiered rewards I can get? For... I'll get you a, I'll get you a signed photo of Truth Martini, signed by Truth oh. Martini. Well that yeah, could and... be... I, I'll I'll get the Hoopla Hattie's phone numbers. And <laughs> That, what more could you want? Come on. <laughs> I'll get you a hoopla hutty, okay? All right. <laughs> Prince um, Anna is like the highest bid. <laughs> no one would ever give me that, you know, give me enough for that. Uh, Prince Anna is priceless. We know this. Um, finally, since Bobby Cruz apparently is not announcing for house shows an- anymore, should RH bring in Shakara's ring announcer Gavin Loudspeaker to do the job? I think he's one of the best ring announcers in wrestling right now, and with the connections to Shakara that Delirious has, I think it's possible. His intros are so unique and can really get a crowd pumped up for a match. He'd be a much better option than Kevin Kelly. And I agree, Kevin Kelly on ring announcing oh is absolutely terrible. Yes, that is. I watched, what What was that show? Is it Defy I Deny or Hunt for Gold? Actually, I, I, I watched both of those. Most yeah, I'm pretty sure he's doing most of the house Kevin shows. Kelly, yeah, he shouldn't be doing triple duty, being the timekeeper, the ring announcer and commentator. It's just... What's next? Is he going to be referee? He'll start. He'll lean his hand in the ring and start tapping when it's like three count or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, they need to get someone in to replace him for commentary, uh, for 
For, yeah, for commentary. Yeah. <laughs> it was a botch, but I'm going to keep it up. Yeah. I've not seen much of Shikara. I know you've seen the bit, haven't you, John? Is Gavin Nowspeaker good? Gavin Nowspeaker is very good. I would be on board for that decision. I'm not sure how realistic of an option that would be. If they're not but... willing to to pay Bobby Cruz, you know, to fly to house shows, would they? Would this guy be much cheaper? I, I doubt I'm it. I'm sure he'd be much cheaper because I don't think he does anything besides Chikara. I think he does. I'm going to butcher this name. Kaiju Big Battle. <laughs> you I, just I, made that up. No, it's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> that sounds like a fast food restaurant in America or something. I wish. I'm hungry. Do they sell sushi? Uh, they have Japanese monsters fight each other. I've seen like a free video and I was confused and I didn't watch any more of it. It, it looked like a real life Power Rangers. Do y'all have Power Rangers? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I loved Power Rangers, but we can't talk about that because that'll be a whole other podcast. The Power Rangers movie was the first movie to give me nightmares. I hated it. <laughs> well, the one with Ivan Ooze. Yeah, Ivan Ooze. To this day, I'm still scared of Ivan Ooze. He was terrifying. I think I actually had some of like, that. You could buy the Ivan Ooze putty or something. Yeah, you could. Oh, you have some of it. And yeah, oh friend, yeah, like, that... put it around his mouth. And like, <laughs> oh. we all like, started throwing rocks at him. We're like, we've got to kill Ivan Ooze. <laughs> That was just an excuse for rocks at somebody, wasn't it? Well, I actually have that yeah. movie on my computer. I'm going to have to like, force you to watch oh, it. Oh, no, I refuse to watch Play it. Play the audio via Skype nah. and see what it does to you or something. Yeah, it would do next bad week things. As we, live, as we do a live podcast of... It's me watching, watching the Power Rangers movie. Power Rangers movie cast. I'd probably get through about five minutes and I'd just be too, too traumatised to get carry on. <laughs> it bothered me um, because they had different suits, if you noticed, from the TV show to the movie. That always bothered me. I don't know. <laughs> I had more, you know, terrifying things to focus on than suits, unfortunately. Um, moving on from Kevin Kelly to from Kevin Kelly to Power Rangers. How to did the next we question. end up from Kevin <laughs> Kelly to Ivan Ooze? Like, is there some sort of collusion going on? <laughs> seeing that Carl Anderson, this is from T Lover eighty six. Seeing that Carl Anderson is coming in for the Supercard of Honor seven slash TV taping, and currently has the match of the year with Tanahashi via Dave Meltzer. What matches would you like to see him in besides Strong and Elgin? Is he at the uh, TV taping as well? He is at the TV taping oh, as well. that's cool. He's facing Elgin at the taping. Oh, that's why he's a strong in Elgin. I didn't know that. I knew he was facing strong. We actually wow. was in our news segment earlier that you... Were, you oh, I, don't li- I don't listen to you. <laughs> it's not me, it's John. I, I don't thinking. listen to either of you. <laughs> God, you're a train wreck this week, Stephen. It's the flashbacks to Ivan Ooze. Yeah, you mentioned Ivan Ooze and I can't concentrate now. I'm just traumatised. Uh, that's the name of the show, just Ivan Ooze. <laughs> What matches? Would, well, I suppose he's not going to be in any other matches, but I've not, I, I, <laughs> I've not seen Carl Anderson wrestle, but I've heard he's very good. So, um, ACH, just because he seems to be the guy everyone picks to face someone now because he's good. How about Eddie Edwards? He's good. Yeah, he's good. Should... David Rich, yeah, they're good. Yeah, well, any of those three. There we go. Moving Let's on. Speak, speak good wrestlers off the roster. We must um, be the only three like Ring of Honor fans. <laughs> Who don't regularly watch Japanese wrestling too? Because it always like blows my mind. They're like, "Oh, they should bring this guy and this guy and this guy in." And I've never heard of any of them. But apparently, yeah. they're all really hey, good. We, we run rohworld.com. We don't have to look at anything else. Yeah, we're we don't even watch the ring on a TV show. You can't expect us to watch <laughs> Japanese wrestling as well. <laughs> um, moving on to KL underscores questions. Um, here are some more interesting questions from KL. They are interesting. I like this first one. Last week, I asked you to give at least five objects adjectives that can describe Ring of Honor and this week give at least three adjectives that can describe rhworld.com Ooh. Good, very good and great <laughs> That's four of them an adjective 
<laughs> I don't think so, no. Foreign? Forum. Oh, forum. I said foreign. Uh, terrific. In-depth, yeah. hard-hitting, and uh, provocative. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, talking of provocative, would you like to have a date with Mischief? Oh, I could... <laughs> Was that a no? <laughs> Even if that goes well, I could see it ending badly for me. I think you're going to end up with loads of greens to fall over, and I don't think that's what you'd like. Yeah, let's, uh, we're going to go for a can of worms if we start answering that uh, question. Next question. Would you guys let your wives or girlfriends be a hoopla hottie? Well, first of all, we'd have to be... have one of those. To yeah, be we'd, have to, we'd have to find a wife or a girlfriend or whatever, one of those I things. I would love for my imaginary girlfriend... <laughs> It would be an honor. Just yeah, it's hand is with Truth Martin. <laughs> <laughs> if I had one, I'd be very glad to let her be a hoopla hearty. No, mean, I wouldn't. It would mean, get, it would mean you get closer to, to Truth Martini. Yeah, but Truth Martini will wreck them. You <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't let him there. You, get you, don't want to Eskimo, you don't want to be Eskimo Brothers with Truth Martini? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's move on. Truth Martini would wreck them. That's brilliant. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Uh, greetings from Poland. May the hoopla be with you. Thank you, KL. Keep your interesting questions coming in. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> um, God, there's more. Cheeseburger <laughs> number one, again. Awesome match of ACH and TD versus the Wolves. Well, that was a very good match. Got to be match of the year so far. That might be a bit of a stretch. Just definitely match of TV so far, I think. Uh, I can see Algin as top contender as Lethal didn't do so already against Steen. Him versus Steen sounds more interesting. Could you? Could that be on the cards? Hmm, that's gonna be a tough one to to judge. Algin against Lethal. Though. I've so, been like thinking about this with the whole unbeatable Jay Lethal thing. He he has to win, doesn't he? It would just break the laws of of life if he loses a one on one non title match. But it just doesn't make sense for him to win. So I don't know what to call for that one. Yeah, uh, maybe any kind of match with any kind of world title stipulation is what is his downfall. No, but he won, like, you know, he won um, Survivor of the Fittest. He won the Honor Rumble. True, yeah. So it's just... Luckily, that's not till Border Wars. Is, is it at Supercard? It's at Supercard oh, of Honor. We have one we week. To, to... We're going to have to predict this. We're going to have to take Tuesday. a stand. We're going to have to take a stand on Tuesday and tune in for that one, I think. At your own peril. Mm. Um... Spanky on you asks, was Hoopla and Cut the greatest RH segment ever? The answer is yes. Um, oh, God. Do you think Mike Mundo was in the corner of the arena during Hoopla and Cut wanting them to kiss a real man? <laughs> you're a terrible person, Spanky on you. You're a terrible person. Some matches with Taven as champ you're looking forward to. All of them, because Truth Martini will be there. I think that ACH one has to happen now. You, you've, you've motivated me to want to see that. Yeah. He has to win this... The, the Proving Ground match in Asheville this weekend, and hopefully that match will happen. And then that'll be on TV, and I will actually tune in to see that one. I really like Taven, maybe because he's with Truth Martini, but I'm, I'm really liking the whole gimmick at the moment. I think he's good in the ring. So, yeah, ACH. Um, who are some other guys that they could... Was that, I, don't, I don't know. Any, <laughs> anyone, really. Um, hmm. I think it'd be good to maybe split up C and C a bit more I as well. I was thinking maybe, the same thing, yeah. Maybe think... Taven against uh, Cedric Alexander would be... That'd be pretty good, I think. Yeah. And obviously, a rematch against Cole. Well, obviously, they're having the, the triple Yeah, spread. but Matt, Matt Hardy's in that one, so... Sorry, yeah, the icon. Um, 
Are we really oh, going to read that next one? Oh, Maybe gosh. just skip that. Just skip. Read it. I don't know what it is. I don't read these questions beforehand. Skip it. Read no, it. I'm, I'm reading it. I'm sorry. This is not PG. Do you think when Kevin Kelly is with his wife and he finishes, he yells soaring and scoring? I, I think he yells that, and when Mondo finishes whatever he does with a woman, he yells boom. <laughs> I think he definitely says that. Uh, we've got last couple of questions by can you say this yes you, we can you always get me with that first one how much do you think that scum will be in rh as in the main focal point as in rh versus scum what how, <laughs> let me try how much do you think that scum will be in ring of honor as the main as in the main focal point as in rh versus scum i think scum have to be in the scum against rh storyline otherwise it's just the rh versus score storyline and that's <laughs> and while that is happening house of truth Evans and <laughs> God's Waste Professional Wrestling QT versus Nana and Champa and Anne Fishing are not going to be a part of it. Can you say this? Were you were you trolled at this point? Were you absolutely wasted at this point? Or maybe that's his gimmick. He his, his name is can you say this? So he just writes down absurd things to see if he yeah, can't. Yeah, I would have been trolled. I think we've been trolled. No, he does actually apologise for the question saying he's struggling to word it. I think what he's saying is that because Ring of Honor versus Scum is the main focal point is that these other storylines that are going on and feuds and other people that aren't part of that storyline, are they just going to be... the wayside? Yeah, they're going to be forgotten about like the House of Truth, like God's Waste to Pro Wrestling, QT Marshall, like Anne Fishing that he, that he says there. I mean, I see they'll definitely won't be as prominent as they would be without this feud because this feud is definitely going to be the main focal point of the show for months, if not yeah. this entire year. But they're still going to have their place on the car. They're, they're still going to have their place on the television show. So they're still going to be there. But the main focus is going to be on Ring of Honor versus Scum. And the final question, Stephen? Uh, how long do you think Taven will be TV champ as he has now been my fa- new favorite wrestler in RH? And I know this might seem boring, but who will take the belt off him? He's one of my favorites now as well. Uh I, th- I don't know how long you'll... I've never, not really thought about I it. Don't I don't think know. you'll be champion for too long, but... I think, like, the summer. He'll drop the belt late summer, perhaps. Uh, I say... I'm going to go with the shocking answer. ACH at the TV tapings. No, what? No. Already? No. Already. Why do we have this guy on the podcast? He is podcast worst nightmare. That's true. So, and he's not um... the first to make a stand. A very, very controversial stand. No, let's move on from that. So that is the last question. Thank you to everyone who sent those in. And unlike Stephen said at the start, we did actually have a lot of questions. So Stephen's trying to paint the RH Cast Force. He's trying to paint a bad picture of the RH Cast Force. So what is this? The second week in a row we didn't have a market troll question. Third week, if you include the uh... oh, technically he did send some in for uh, for Caleb Seltzer. I think we asked one of them. We or did. Maybe he, he didn't. He asked the one about. Buying a Father's Day present yeah, yeah, yeah. without us asking it. So. Caleb answered it himself, yeah. I think we've just proven that we don't need troll questions from Mark to be a successful show. I think this is probably the best show in RH cast history. You know, with all that Ivan Ooze discussion and uh, Martini exactly. wrecking women, I think it's definitely one up there. It's, it's covered all the bases. What more could you want from a podcast? 
So, on that note, that brings an end to this week's episode of the RH Cast, episode 81. We do hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, if you did, why not leave a review on iTunes? Uh, we're available every Thursday, usually on there, and rhworld.com and Stitcher. Uh, our next show will be next Tuesday, uh, April 2nd, as we preview Supercard of Honor 7, which takes place on the Friday. And we'll also have a show on the following Tuesday as we review Supercard of Honor. So, uh, yeah, a lot of big stuff happening with Ring of Honor in the next few weeks, so we look forward to talking about that. Um, be sure to head over to rohworld.com this weekend for full results from Asheville with the War House Show. And um, anything else to plug or promote before we head off, guys? I don't believe so. No. Just listen to RH Cast every week. It's brilliant. Yeah, I think if they got to this point, they already probably do listen by now. But uh, yeah, thank you to everyone for tuning in, and thank you to Stephen and John for joining me. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. And we will see you all next week. We start off with some pretty big news, and it's been all over the place lately. And But since we didn't do a show last week, or a real show last week, we uh, kind of have to cover this now. What did but we do last finally, week? Last week we did the interview with Caleb Seltzer. That was really good. So if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. But this week we finally have a normal show. So this, let's just redo this. I'm struggling. You were fine, okay. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, let me try to figure out what to say again. <laughs> Just continue on from when I, after you said about the Caleb Seltzer. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm tempted just to keep this now. I think that's bad. <laughs> All, right. All right, here we go. Ah. Uh. Hey, what? What? Let's just start it completely over. All right. Just, I'll start in after the music. Like, <laughs> don't play the music again. I'll just start in.